Hello and welcome to Tax and Wasted by the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. I'm Emilio Garcia and I'm here with Brian Moore, Executive Director. How are you? I'm well. Yeah? Any, uh, anything on your mind that isn't uh, particularly wonderful? Well, I've found out that uh, Australia Post employees are getting $5,000 watches mm. and I want to know where the fuck my watch is. Yeah. Well, because like, we've all bought we all some bought watches. It. So, so taxpayers, like, so, so for people who probably missed the article, although it was kind of everywhere. Mm. Uh, for some reason, the head of Australia Post decided to buy fellow employees uh, a bunch of Cartier watches as gifts mm-hmm. for $5,000 a pop, uh, and we paid for that. So right. it, it, it's one of these things where we talk about some of these small drop in the ocean mm-hmm. spending amounts, and people always go, well, why aren't you focusing on the federal you yeah. know, such, such and such budget that's costing $400 billion? Yeah. And the reason is, is that People don't know what four hundred billion dollars looks like. Once you get to a certain amount, whether it's million, ten million, yeah. hundred million, billion, trillion, mm-hmm. it doesn't really register in people's minds. Sure, but these smaller amounts, where it's you bought five thousand dollars watches yeah. for random employees using our money because why? No good it reason. Drive, yeah, but it drives home uh, how these institutions that are funded with our money can waste yeah. so easily and treat our money with no respect yes and there's a few points to be made about that which is first yes it's hard to conceptualize the difference between a million and a billion yeah. but as we said last on last episode um oh we have a guest here hi uh one of our <laughs> research associates yeah it's max um like we said last time the difference between a million and a billion can be best emphasized by saying a million second seconds is three days a billion seconds is 31 years yeah uh the second one is the idea that taking that focusing on small expenses is not worthy of our time because there's bigger expenses is actually a mute point. Yes. Because the second largest expense from our government is miscellaneous spending. Yeah, the correct. First is welfare, the second is miscellaneous. So we're actually going after the second largest spending. And we're focusing on specific examples. Correct. Uh, and the third is, I think, this very nasty culture within our government of very well-paid bureaucrats receiving wages that they would not probably receive with their own talent in the private sector, treating government organizations as a private industry. Yeah. So it's normal if, if you own a private company and you want to give your executives a watch. That's well within your response. Now, if you were a private, you'd probably buy a nicer watch than a Cartier um, for your people. You know, they might get offended. But that's a reasonable thing to do in, in a private organization. To an extent, although that being said... Uh... I can't think of any small business owner that would sit there and go, you know what, I'm going to buy my employees' Cartier watches because they understand the value of money. Yes, so they would go, exactly. if I'm going to give my employee a bonus, I'm going to give them something that they like, I'm going to give them money. Yeah. And then they can use that money to spend it how they wish. They yeah. can save it. They can put it towards their mortgage, Correct. towards their kids, any of that kind of stuff. Because private businesses and business owners and individuals understand the value of money. Yeah. Government institutions who just get it from the magic tree called a taxpayer... Mm-hmm. doesn't right uh, so it's yes it's only you know call it 50 grand or something like that <laughs> not the point it's representative of if they can piss money up against the wall buying random employees yeah watches mm-hmm. well you shouldn't be surprised if they piss up you know money against the wall when it comes to the rollout of a broken internet system or toy trains yeah. down George Street yeah or you know uh, Skywell in Canberra $300,000 for a Whale with boobies. Many boobies. Many boobies. Six of them, I think. Last, last count. Yeah. I don't know if it's correct. Yeah, who's counting? 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, what you what you say is true. I mean, the NBN is a perfect example. I mean, $52 billion over 10 years, and the head of the NBN, which provides us with slightly less subpar internet than we had before, just got a $3 million pay package yeah. during an economic uh, recovery, yeah. what used to be an economic crisis. Oh, and and the, ju- the justification is, oh, but we needed a national broadband network because we need fast internet. Mm. Well, I just got a new phone. It mm. has 5G. The 5G on my phone is faster than the NBN fast internet we Correct. have for the office. Yeah, and it ain't cheap here. And it ain't cheap. <laughs> and my phone's internet package is mm. cheaper than the office internet package. Yeah. So, and to make it worse, this is something that literally every international telco giant highlighted. Yeah. Ten years ago, a friend of ours who used to run the digital transformation the transformation agency, he said, "Don't do this. It's a terrible waste of money. Oh my god, what are you doing?" Yeah, and then they got rid of him. Yeah, smart of them. Uh, but the spending doesn't stop there on Australia Post because they decided, you know, nice watches for their um, government-funded employees weren't really it wasn't really enough spending. So they also gave a hundred and fifty thousand dollar ad grant to an ex- an art exchange with the China National Museum. So we're now also using Australia Post money, like the money that we give for them to make sure that we can send things to each other. They're using that money for an art exchange. How does yeah. how is that even how does someone even have the authority to justify something like that? Well, they shouldn't, but for, but again there's no oversight of this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I mean People might be able to cast their mind back. I remember a couple of years ago, Australia Post spent something like $7 million on indoor plants for their head What? Yeah. So it's <laughs> it, it could be higher. I can't remember the exact figure. I would mm. have to fish it out. But it was like millions of dollars on indoor plants for like their corporate offices. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just insane. It is. Uh, and people sit there and they wonder why their taxes are so high. And they wonder why governments are always dealing with, you know, budget deficits and mm. struggling to, you know, get back into a surplus and all that kind of yeah. stuff. This is a prime example of why. Yeah. Well, we were having a discussion earlier in the office that apparently the New South Wales government spent something like $50 million on uh, flower arrangements. And so it's I, every time I hear it, it shocks me, but it shouldn't. Mm. I guess it's just so shocking that even after they do it over and over and over again, it never really ceases to surprise us. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, it's clearly a very broken culture. Yep. And one of the things that happens, and let's say that you're an employee. Yep. And, well, I'll use myself as an example. I have a corporate credit card. If I take that money and I go and I buy everyone in the office a really expensive bottle of wine, you'd probably fire me, right? Like, I would the, fire you, yes. Yeah, like what the hell was this expense? Yes. You do that in the government and they'll, you know, they'll spend another million dollars investigating your expense and then say, ah, well... Tisk tisk. Not you even. Job. They'll, what they'll do is they'll they'll commit to like a future financial <laughs> year uh, funding review, yeah. where they then get a consultant at a million dollars a year to find out why they spent a million dollars last exactly. year. Exactly. <laughs> and he'll be able to make the same types of expenses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and uh, his his budget for a million will blow out to two, and they'll be like, yeah, but we saved fifty grand. We didn't buy watches. But just to be safe, we're going to get a guy to supervise his spending as well. But we bought him a watch. To say thanks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh my god. And you know, this might have to do something also with the fact that our um, youth is not very well educated. Um, our youth is as well educated as that door's hinges steady. For <laughs> anyone who can't see, outside of seeing the door to the office just blew open. Um, so, we saw some worrying results in terms of the 
uh, way our students are performing. Yes. I think it was last year that we have plummeted. I think the technical of, term is it ain't good. It ain't good, it right? Ain't good. In, in the time that education uh, spending has more than doubled, uh, the results that the kids have, that our youth has, have plummeted. Mm. Now it turns out kids in school are learning more about social activism than reading, writing, doing math, arithmetic. Uh, yeah. So, so well, we're learning more so about... It's, it's, it's because the funding's gone up, right? So mm. this, is, this may sound counterintuitive to a lot of people because they all... A lot of people, they focus on their jobs, they focus on their families. Yeah. They're not sitting there thinking about monetary policy and mm -hmm. how that actually impacts, you know, different things. Sure. Uh, and one of the issues is education departments will go, oh, we need more funding, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because we need to increase education results because the education results are falling. Yeah. And if you give us more money, we'll be able to spend it in a way that fixes all of these issues. That's okay. that's the basic calculation they make. They go, Doesn't sound we need more money. On the face of it. On the face of it sounds... It goes, okay, so you, maybe you're underfunded yeah. and you're just not getting the resources you need. Uh -huh. Well, what happens is federal government, state government goes, okay, here's more money towards education. Then those education departments have all this money and they go, well, do we pile it into STEM? No, because these special interest groups are sitting here saying uh -huh. that, you know, uh, interdimensional underwater backgammon and the gendered implications of making ham sandwiches yeah. needs... Ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's all this social activism. So instead of kids learning basic arithmetic, mm -hmm. uh, learning you know about interest rates, yeah, <laughs> interest rates, how to uh, pay their taxes, yeah, uh, those sorts of things, they're learning about why paper clips are a sign of you know the patriarchy yeah. or some bullshit like that. And then yeah, they go and do real tests and they flunk. Of course. And then they go and do a fake degree at university yeah. instead of, you know, something in STEM or something like that. And then they're unemployable. Yeah. And then they turn around hating the government because they can't find a job. Yeah. Well, I think what universities have done is they've built a really intelligent business model mm. where they're the reason that these people are in debt and unemployable. But they teach them that the reason that they're in debt and unemployable is because the government of, didn't support them. Yeah, the government and the society writ large. Yeah. Uh, which is, it, it's smart. You can't say it's dumb. But I mean, we got a lot of pushback for supporting uh, the SCOMO government's plan yeah. to say, hey, if you can't pass most of your courses in the first two years of uni, we're just angry. not giving you hacks anymore. Yeah. And remember, we put that out and said, that's a good thing. Yeah. Do you remember the pushback we got? Yeah, we got, we got hammered by people saying, like, you don't care about the future generations. It's like, no, we do. Yeah. That's why we want them to be incentivized to perform. Correct. And, and and the issue is is that mm. not everyone should go to university. People should be learning trades. People yeah. should be learning other skill sets that you don't have to go to university for. There are thousands of jobs out there. There are so many different industries mm -hmm. where you don't have to go to university. And you can make bank and you can benefit the economy and you can build yourself up, you Correct. know, and generate wealth for your family. Yeah, and, and you know what? Experience is something that people seem to yes. put it back like if you graduate with years of experience, you're more employable than if you focus completely on getting A's yeah. on you, you know, ham when, sandwich when patriarchy in, class. When I lived in Cessna, yeah. there used to be a saying which was smart in class and dumb on the bus. Yeah. Uh, and what that meant was, you know, there'd be someone who may have four degrees in, you know, the philosophical nature of why shoes are important mm. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, or they've studied, I don't know, they've got a master's in art 
Sounds good. Mm. Okay, great. Can you change a car tire if something goes wrong? No. Uh, do you know how to keep your you know, bank balance in check? Mm. No. Yeah. Do you have any understanding of how to like plan your finances long term? No. Well, so what did that degree achieve? You, you, you... Yeah, and I think the government, particularly in politics, is completely swamped by this particular type of person. A person who has studied in kind of the abject world, but has no actual practical life skills. So they feel totally confident going on TV and telling people how they should live, live their lives and trying to get policy to help people live better, but have no idea how oh, the, real the world, world works. Implications of it. Yeah, and, yeah and I think one of the, really unfortunate. You know, it's easy for us to complain about it, but what's mm. the solution? And I think one of the yeah. solutions is you need to encourage more people to go and learn practical skills, learn a trade. Mm-hmm. There was an article that I shared the other day about a school doing something as simple as teaching kids how to change car tires, check yeah, oil levels and all that kind of stuff. That's at a very minute level, but learn a trade, learn how to fix things, how to create things with your hands, how to, you know, problem solve. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, I know so many tradies that live amazing, fulfilled lives. Yeah. They make decent money. They've got, you know, house, wife, kids, uh, and, you know, really loving life. Yeah. And they've got problem-solving abilities. Yes. Uh, and my concern is that a lot of these university degrees aren't equipping people for what they need for the rest of their lives. Correct. And then, yeah, it affects mm. society at large. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, on, on the point of the, the traders that you know, you go sometimes to people who you know are plumbers or electricians, you go to their home, and they maybe don't try to shove it in your face that they make a lot of money. But, but they have fine. plenty of money in the bank. They're stable. If anything happened to their income source, they would have more than enough to get them through a few months. Yeah. Then you go to uh, the home of people who went and got really fancy university degrees, and oh, they're just trying to shove it in your face. Look how well I do. But they're paycheck to paycheck. If they if they lost one month of income, they would lose everything. Yes. And I think that's one of the things which is like, why are we educating people at our expense Correct. to know nothing? Um, we were going to touch on their issue, but I think we got. Uh, Got got sidetracked by ranting about universities. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> That'll always get us. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. If you want the video version of the podcast, you can get that on YouTube or on Facebook. And if you haven't become a member already, please do so on taxpayer.org.au. There are a lot of great perks when you become a member. This has been Tax and Waste by the Australian Taxpayer Alliance. We'll see you next time.